0: You're live and locked into the official Juno download podcast with host, Cup Kobe. Exploring dance music from top to bottom, bringing you fresh content direct to your headphones. I was an eagle, chilling with an eagle, I was at a table with some people. One was window, he had the whisper, bro, I had the gizmo, none weren't legal. None was, oh They all was lethal You're tuned in to the Juno Download Podcast Paranoid so I can't roll with people In the back I'll be holding an eagle Grandma said they're not friends, they're evil How come they're not for sure people? Their wounds, no pins and needles Pirates, because you not mind the straight see-through I can't believe you After all of the things that I've been do, 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 do. First of all, fuck this brick and this clip They ain't with shit Grip this, cock it back and then rinse it Bin with things on things in that nick with Business, CTD, we get red quick Take trip out of time, we get wicked Swing that gun around and then lick it the man did, they thought i played cricket But he was a six shot pump I brought with me see you see the dead, they deadly get frisbee Hunting, they don't come with your dipstick Samson, wrong, I had to do is this dish. Jack wants friggin' free so I grip six rang my man He dropped off the big bits Dropped tackling, can't man use the licorice Dropped off the big bits bit Dropped tackling, can man the use the licorice Paranoid, a with people In the back I'll be holding an eagle Grandma said they're not friends, they're evil How come they're not for sure people? Bare wounds, no pins and needles Pirates, because you're the straight see-through I can't believe you After all of the things that I've been through yeah. Yeah. Please pray. Get me bells for the scops of my life My my broski's grave, I'll bark it And I know dope wax weren't cheap So when I went there, I weren't trying to bargain And my 10 and line be blown right now So I can't care who be charting And I'm on Trud before without a guard ring but I still got a guard ring I take that off at night, put it by the window Let the moonlight charge it And gelatin book with rough, out me to look good I don't need no parting I took advice from my grandma's friend Now I'm chilling in the science market I took advice from my grandma's friend Now I'm chilling in the science Maranoise market Paranoid so I can't roll with people in the bag we're holding an eagle Grandma said they're not friends They're evil How come they love for shoot sure people Their wounds No pins and needles Pirates, You know, man, They're straight see I can't believe you After all the things That I've been through I ain't had no D's in two days But I still make two racks by night. With the dots I didn't kill I tried They just gave me the scores I just need some bang See this phone It rinses light So when they phones me I don't need more time The last shoot got bagged Not nice I'm just glad that my new Graftart is white In the trap With the batch of the Kindle Same time I got a free 8 On spindle No deals no, I don't do singles I hide at the batch I just did it so simple In the trap with a batch and the Kindle. Same time I got a free 8 on spindle No deals No, I don't do singles I hide at the dots I just did it so simple My man said it's on me Cause a man. I've packed this man a lunch for the ride fam Cause it's gonna be a long day for my man The 12 gauge coming along like the mic stand Here's one tip that I got from my dad When you see my man They said use tie rap So I'm on my man with some Thai rap Shunna said what you said when online fam Told you my man To not hide fam Why I been out here for time Confined man I can't see no one like a blind man I'm just gonna go to my yard and Send me a DM. I won't take back. Put against question nut, and I'm not a kind lad. I won't take back. Put against squashy nut, and I annoy too much. All with people in the back. I'll be holding an eagle. Grandma said they're not friends, they're evil. How come they love for shoot sure people? Their wounds no pins and needles. Pirates man that's straight see through. I can't believe you after all of the things that I've been through. Do, 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 do.
1: Bringing you the freshest music and content Content. The Juno Download Show What's happening people
2: and once again Welcome back to the Juno Download Podcast My name is Kovu and I am your host As we continue to explore the best record labels That we showcase here on Juno Download Very excited to get into today's conversation Welcome back to the podcast A massive shout out to each and every one of you Who has been supporting We've done over 30 episodes of this podcast now Been going for nearly 3 years Which is absolutely crazy um, When we break it all down But today we are going to be getting into a conversation Conversation with an artist who has been doing a lot, uh, both on a solo level and on a label level. Um, someone whose sound is actually personally very unique, but also very versatile in what he does. He's also very good at selling um, numerous different things around the country. A man like Daceplate joins us, representing Pond Life Party. How are you doing? So, you okay? Hello there, mate. Yeah, very
1: well. A lot better now. The sun's shining, mate.
2: That's good to hear. It's good to hear. It's been it's been a good couple of days um, weatherwise. I've got to say, I've actually had to start not wearing a jacket out, which is uh which, which is a bit painful. Yeah trust me, I'm topless
1: right now. I'm so <laughs> the power.
2: Yeah, any excuse uh, but yeah man it's, been, it's really good to get you on. obviously we've had a couple of chats on different platforms over the years um, but obviously this is the Juno download podcast and obviously I know you are a fan more than anything else of electronic music you're a fan with of what you do you love the music you you create and you love the music you kind of showcase through the label so it's gonna be really interesting to kind of dive into not only the kind of label itself but kind of like your, your inspiration behind doing it and that's why I really love doing this as a podcast so let, let's go right to the kind of beginning of the story for yourself obviously you've been making music for a number of years let's go straight to the point when you first kind of had the idea for pond life party like what was the i suppose the motive and the sort of direction you took when you find, kind of got the spark of inspiration to start it
1: yeah well with Pond life um it originally didn't start as a label because that, that was always a sort of a bit of a dream but um it came out Um, When I finally turned 18, obviously I'd been making like dubstep and grime for all those years since about maybe since I was about 13 And obviously I was always like like a spectator of it because I wasn't old enough and YouTube had just come about as well So I'd be kind of like virtually watching this whole scene What I was kicking myself at, I couldn't be a part of because I couldn't go to raves I didn't live in South London, obviously I'm from Nottingham um, so it finally got to the point where I was 18 and I was like, yeah, yeah, ready to ready to take over the world, ready to DJ, play all my tunes, all the tunes what I've gathered, what I like, Pong Life tunes as well, and there was just nothing. So it was a bit of an anti-climax when I got to 18. So the first thing I did about two months after my birthday, um, I threw a grime rave in Derby. Um, and yeah, that was mad. That was brilliant, bro.
2: So, so, Dar- so Derby was the first time you actually got into, um, in- into kind of doing events and stuff. Like, what was the sort of first thing you remember about putting on a night like that? Obviously, being um, very young at the time, obviously, being 18, I, I haven't met an 18-year-old pro- promoter who knows <laughs> how to put on an event properly. Like, <laughs> yeah, talk me through that yeah. first experience. Like, what was that like from your perspective? Um,
1: well, the only reason it came about is because when I was still 17, a mate of mine who was a grime MC, he wanted me to DJ for him at that same venue in Derby um for ages i was hesitant and i wasn't really on it but then i just decided to do it last minute did it and it was sick don't get me wrong not many people it was nothing professional bro it was in the back of um some scrummy pub in derby called the victoria inn i don't think it's even there no more um it's like a proper grotty venue my mum's played there with her punk band back in the 80s um so did that and at the end of it the sound engineer who was looking after the room for the night came up to me and said oh do you want to do the same thing in two weeks and we'll split the door money with you so my eyes just kind of lit up and i was like oh fucking hell like it's kind of being handed on a plate like no no really overheads just take the money on the door like it's, it's literally one of those things where it's a bit like god's plan like it's there for a reason so he offered me that i remember the week after i was at NASS Festival. I remember I'd just got a load of flyers printed, I even got chatting to MCs at NAS Festival trying to get them to play at the the event. I think I was chatting I was to like socks, I was trying to eyes, you know literally just going up to them and like trying to just full on like head first like saying yo, uh, do you want to play at my event? Um, what's obviously quite funny when you've never done one, no one knows what you are, who you are, you're just some 18 year old kid who's like a bit hyped up at a festival do you know what I mean yeah of course (laughs) what was their their reaction when you went up to them well I think I don't think personally I don't really think I've changed that much since I was 18 like I've always been very mature for my age I've always felt like I was like 40 in my head so um, it worked to be honest they were on it they wanted to work I don't think they even realised that I'd never done events before I don't think they even really guessed how old I was but yeah it all um, all happened but as I say organised that event in two weeks I've got it here, actually. I tell you what, I've got the flyer here. Let me just read you the line. <laughs> Let's
2: have a listen, man. Let's have a yeah. listen. This is what I love doing. So, this podcast, we always get yeah. the gems.
1: Trust me. Um, so it's the si- what, what's June 2015. Hon Life presents Eyes, Window Kids, Cryptic, Days Plate, Naturally, Scum Fam. Rhodes, Fidiz, A9, Bakes, and more. We, Bro, it was just like... That's, a, like a, that's, freak, a, that's a
2: mad line-up even
1: now, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> go yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Just... There's a few quid on that lineup nowadays, I tell you what, it's cost you a few pounds. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so kind of with that
2: then, obviously, you, you've kind of, I suppose, stumbled into being in an events and that being in that kind of world, which is a very uh, kind of explosive, very unpredictable world in a lot of ways. Um, what's the kind of journey you then kind of go on um, towards, I suppose, eventually converting the project into a record label as well, which has now become yeah. quite established in its own field? Like, talk me through that as a journey.
1: Well, we're celebrating our seventh year of um, operating this year. Actually, it'll be, it'll be exactly seven years in a few weeks, actually, will not it? June, June 2015. Um, to be honest, all I ever did was just chuck raves. Like, I've got a long list of raves here. I'm looking at one of the back of our um, tour t-shirts, like bare raves, little raves, like just everything what I ever wanted to experience, obviously emulating the music, what I loved, like old Digital Mystics nights, um, the forwards at Plastic People in London, I was just want to. I just, I just use like the weirdest venues you could find, like places where you want to have a rave, like just function rooms in social clubs, community centres, little like punk rock like pubs, like proper like biker pubs where all the bouncers are like bikers and all the bit like shifty and that so we was doing that like just steves bro they they sold out every time as well like i used to i used to be making some right money when i was like 80 19 off them because it just sell out every time because it was needed and it was like a proper community it was like proper proper love you know what i mean it was never a student thing we never had no student reps or no bloody like facebook advertising marketing schemes it would just sell out naturally because it was just what people wanted and we never booked no we never booked any djs like no dickhead agencies or two grand a set or nothing like that it was all just like homegrown that that was like what the hub used to be that used to be the, the name the like the ethos of it was a hub for homegrown bass music so that was always like the, the ethos if you know what i mean
2: okay so, so yeah. With with that, then obviously you've always been kind. Of, well, that kind of says you've always obviously been working with solid local talent. You've always, I suppose, as well from a from a promoter's perspective, you've always you've always put on events around the music that you are interested in. It's never been a case of buying bringing someone in purely because they'll sell tickets. You've kind of brought people in purely because they're what you want to hear. I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah, precisely, bro. Yeah, it's literally just like people would say to me like, oh. Like oh, so what kind of genres is it? Or or, or can I play? But it, it literally just and this is this ties into how I run the label still now. It's literally just what I like. It's never been. It's like always been the opposite. Like I could go through other like lineups where there would randomly be like a, a techno sound clash. Like something what's just the most random thing ever. But it's like two DJs who I know are cold, and I know that their style of music would go down with our people. You know, even something like techno. Where you know that proper grubby dark industrial techno like thumping stuff a bit like random as tunes stuff like that so yeah tying that into the label and that's still what we do today just anything i like the sound of um i'll sign on the spot um but get going sort of going back to your the question just there with, with the label we only really started um taking that seriously um in may 2020 when lockdown happened before that the label was just, it was, it was literally just a SoundCloud page and a Bandcamp of a place where I just put my tunes on. Like, it was never a label. I never even knew, And ne- it was one of those things where it was like, "Oh, how do you even get a song onto Spotify? I bet that costs loads of money, do you know what I mean? A release back then for me was just putting a clip on SoundCloud and saying, oh, buy it on Bandcamp or oh, I'll put it on YouTube, do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, entirely, and it's, I think as well that, um... I mean, it's, good. it's 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 opened up a whole avenue of cool questions to kind of dive into. But I feel that for a lot of people, that is um, e- even what you're doing there is like a level above the even even the concept of actually kind of putting something on SoundCloud, then giving a, a Bandcamp link to buy it via. Like a lot of people would have just gone, "Okay, here's the free download." Um, and I and yeah, that yeah. and it's it's kind of it, it's kind of um, evident that you've always kind of been the person to kind of you know what? No, we are going to make a deal out of it, even if you aren't thinking you're making a deal out of it. Um, it there's still like the effort being put in behind the scenes. And I think that's one of yeah, the reasons yeah. why, um, obviously I, I was never there for those events that you, you, that you were talking about, but if you kind of built up that thing of um, kind of a solid local basis, you get the reputation of being just good for what you are. I feel that yeah, definitely, comes with DIY. Coming in behind, it definitely comes with that work coming in behind the scenes, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Very DIY because it was always that thing like don't talk about the parties too much longer, but going back to that, because that is the core of it because we've been doing... Because we've been doing it for seven years we've only been a proper label for two years so i'm still quite new to this if you know what i mean like this is a whole new avenue for me before this it was just like oh pond life's that thing what's they do like three events a year and for the rest of the year i don't know where they are do you know what i mean but th- those kind of lineups and what we were doing if it weren't organized by someone like myself as you say with that kind of professionality and Drawing, connecting all the eyes and the dots and whatever, like it could just be a big mess, but it was like organised chaos in the best way. It was like maddest DIY, mad that uh, people like just mad things happening. People like throwing up, like not really, <laughs> not really fights, but there was some like mad things that I won't go into. But it was just real, you know what I mean? Yeah, It was yeah, never, yeah. It was never right. like like all these clubs. Like I never liked clubs. I hate clubs, but I've got to love them. But I, like back in the day. You know just clean cut getting searched getting fucking like sniffer dogged and all that like i hate that like and getting id'd and or you know fussy bouncers in town asking you like oh what's your star sign what's you can't wear that you can't wear this yeah you look a bit whatever like i i never liked that so i just used to put on like the maddest parties They, they would never be in the city center they'd be like four miles out in like carlton or fucking heist and green or something jokes you know what i mean or like i did a festival when i was 19 i don't think many people know about it Pond Life festival um i think that was 2017 i just turned 19 and yeah we did a festival about yeah about eight miles out and um that's the first time we booked a dj i went back to back with chrome star um we had you know yeah trc and Z O as well some old bassline guys as well but yeah So that was that.
2: That's some crazy stuff, though, man. I mean, th- this is where it does get interesting, then, because obviously I'm I'm gonna start asking about the label now, and obviously it being yeah, yeah. it's something that happened. Um, well, I suppose I suppose the inspiration for doing it did kind of come from not being able to put on the events, the events, and needing A- something. Exactly. Creative, exactly. Uh, I suppose needing somewhere to kind of have that creative outlet and have that way of not necessarily maintaining the brand reputation, but maintaining doing something. You know, maintaining the energy. Um, obviously, yeah. the yeah, first yeah. release, the first release that we see on Juno is um, obviously the window. And display EP featuring Bruce Lee on there as well. Yeah, um, yeah. For, for well, a first this is what release, I mean. like I've got wow. to say, for a first release, yeah. it's it's yeah, quite yeah. a crazy one to look back on. Like, talk, talk me through
1: the process of this coming together right from the jump. Oh, bro, that was mad. Like, this is what I mean. Like, that that was literally me. That that because as, as you say, that's the first release on a DSP. Like, even though we've been around for seven years, the first actual official release, what you can see. What you can kind of trace on the internet properly Is only from two years ago Exactly two years ago, just about I think that Window Kid <coughs> remix EP What we put out That was about this time two years ago, 2020 um, Yeah, so how that come about The, right, I'll, I'll talk through the tunes The time remix I made that as part I made, I made the remix It was like part of that like some remix Like jack that and jams used to do this thing every month where they just give you like 10 tunes or 10 samples just to go from and i just went off the back of that and just mashed that up put window kids acapella on. Cause i always had stuff like you know like little exclusive acapellas off him yeah yeah people, cool. like, i'm sure a lot of people would kill for them but um <laughs> whacked that together that went mad like when it was just that thing like i remember window was like begging me to like put it on SoundCloud, so he could listen to it I remember like in over a weekend he'd listen to it like 200 times and I was just like yeah I know he loves this bro going mad for it and then the Something Society remix on there I think that's the best selling one out of the EP on Juno because I keep a close eye on Juno because it's my um... (laughs) favourite I know it sounds like I'm saying that like I'm being paid (laughs) to say it but I, I buy all my music through Juno I don't really like um we we'll call them the other platforms, yeah. <laughs> Juno is so easy to use. But yeah, I, like, I always aim for Juno number ones and shit, I make a big fuss out of that. But yeah, Something Society Remix, I made that when I was about 16, 17 as well, that was a while ago. Win- Window just sent me the stems, I asked him for the stems and he sent me them and I just did that. It's one of those things I just made in like an hour. And then because I never knew how to release music, like I'd just make it and then it'd be like, all right, well, that's it made. I'll play it every time I get booked, but that's about it. And then there's the Five Pound Bet remix. What's pretty much the exact same um, story where Brucey sent me the acapella. Um, I just knocked together that remix in an hour or two. Used to play it at the raves, what I used to get booked at. And uh, that was about it. And then, so 2020 happened. I think we just got bare questions for that time thing. I think we put like a little leak of it on our story or something. And then um, I was just saying to Window like, yo, should we like, because my dream was always to press vinyl. That's all I ever wanted to do before we could afford to press vinyl. The first the first ever Pond Life release, Pond Life 001 was a CD only release. What came with a t-shirt and that. Mad. Yeah, because we couldn't afford to press vinyl. Obviously I was making the CDs by hand. Um, Remember, White Peach actually agreed to stock them what was a big thing because I was only like I think I was about 17 then and Zara was like yeah, man, yeah we'll will stock them so we sold them on White Peach don't get me wrong didn't sell fuck all of them probably sold about 20 but they're going for a lot of money on Discogs now um, one of our biggest American fans I think he paid about 50 quid for one the other day he told me so he just wanted to complete just because he wanted to complete his uh, collection he bought it from Japan
2: mad i mean that must be that must even now like even though you've only been doing the label for a couple of years to have that um that, to have that kind of thing of the catalog that's not even on the label yet like that must be quite a satisfying thing for you having i suppose put in all that graft over the years um and having built that again foundation that kind of work ethic foundation and that reputation behind what you do, it must be super gratifying to see that someone's buying something from japan via yeah. discogs
1: What's from like seven years ago? Yeah, it's, it's 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 one of those things where it's literally like uh, I always believe of like um, do do more than what you're paid for, and one day you'll be paid more for the less you do. If you know what I mean, you know, yeah, like yeah. Fully drive, fully. Them up, like just always like. Even with my Pearly Whites release, what um, I announced yesterday, like I made my own promo campaign for it, like made my video for it over the vinyl playing, took sick pictures, did a proper like, planned the marketing release. Even though that was for another label, I'll always put so much love into anything attached to my name because it's not even just for the money. It's just I want, I want my brand and pun life and days play to be like. I want people to be like jealous of it. Like, yo, how's he done that? Like. Why, like, how, how, how is, why has he spent six hours putting together a campaign just for a, a compilation release? Do you know what I mean? I want people to be like confused and, and look like I've got a management team where really I just do everything top to tail yeah like my own little powerhouse you know what i mean
3: <laughs>
2: fully man and, it, and again it shows and i think this is this is where it, it it kind of develops a lot more because obviously since then there was um the, the release of fat tony which came out after that but following that um i want to focus on what then happens because we then start diving into um i suppose the succession of anyone building their own label project which is you start releasing other people's music we see obviously the collaborative ep with uh content we also see um the we also see six years of pond life dropping like how did i suppose your approach change when you then started uh, getting other people involved in full-on like original releases
1: yeah well what it was obviously after the the window release we, we sold 500 of them they all sold out in like i don't know like a month or something um so we did that, and I, I'm not, that, that whole project was like university for me. That was learning how to monetize music because, obviously, we turned over a lot of money with the vinyl, and we did a T-shirt release, you know, a bit like a capsule collection. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we did that, and then it went quiet for a bit because I was like, well, I don't think I can really sell 300 copies of just Fat Tony on vinyl. Um, so it all went a bit quiet. I didn't really know what to do. I, I released Fat Tony just digitally. Um, I invested into like 3D motion graphics and stuff, you know, to try, keep stepping up the levels and that. Um, It did all right, nothing really special. But then vinyl wise, I realised, ah, I could get them hand cut in the UK and I could just make like 30, I could get 30 vinyl made. Don't get me wrong, you'd have to retail them at about 24.99 to make any profit at all. But that, that made it a lot more accessible where I could sign other artists and sort of get... Like, scale it back a bit to how I want the label to be. Like, you know, like little limited releases, just old school, dingy dubstep, hard, like, really exclusive, like, just good, good tunes. What makes sense being on vinyl? The kind of thing what you'd find in like Big Apple Records back in the day. It's It's like a little. um,
2: I was going to say almost tunes that you can sort of see the vinyl
1: spinning when you hear them yeah 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 serious bro yeah in a little sweaty dance that, that's 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 why with a lot of the branding for pond life what I, I do everything myself as well all the graphic design all the like the video everything i want i want it to be like that like very um i, almost, I get a lot of inspiration from punk because my parents were in a punk band my mum was the drummer and my dad was a singer so being raised by all like these sick LPs, like really gritty artwork, like the flyers being proper like analogue, you know, like proper gritty, like look like come out a photocopier or something. Wanna keep that essence to it.
2: That makes sense, man. And I think I think I think it's a it's a cool kind of I suppose collection of, of background elements that have all come together to kind of make Pond Life yeah. know, what it is. And it's the thing is I've met like Pond Life party fanatics. I've met them people who are literally like obsessed yes, with the brand, obsessed with like following everything that's going on, by every single vinyl, like we'll wait up for the vinyl, like wait up late for for like a vinyl launch and things like yeah. that. So it's, yeah. it's 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 such a cool thing to kind of see, especially in the way it's kind of spread. Um, I do want to kind of fast forward a little bit here, getting into the most recent release. Um, Which is which is um, which dropped at the beginning of this month so obviously, this podcast comes out in uh, the following month. With the time of recording this, it will it will have um, it w- it will be it will be the next month. So this dropped on the fourth of May, um, and it's yourself alongside Danny Dorito. It goes by the name Eagle. Um, talk to me about how this tune came together, because again, this is one that I've uh, I've been seeing pop up in my emails from yourself for, for a little while, um, yes, and it seems yes. like it's built up a lot of momentum in that process. So again, talk to me about how this one came together, and again, the response so far to it more than anything else.
1: Yeah, uh, okay. Well that came about what was it? It that again was about I think that was in about July last year. Um a lad called Jake Pliskin from London. He um he's he's like part of Just Jam, you know, Tim and Barry and that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he um he came up to Nottingham 'cause he had a he booked a studio session with Window Kid to uh, release a tune with him and um I remember the night before, I had a mad night. I must have had about two hours sleep before he came up, and like slept on my mate's sofa. And I woke up the next day, and I was like, "Oh fucking hell! Like I've got a like Jake's coming up. Like I'm I'm gonna look after Jake. You know, you know, because he's coming to Knox Like show him where to where it's good to drink, eat, yeah, course, go the studio. could he invite well, me well, it's, to studio? Yeah, it's your city that. at the
2: end of the day, isn't it? So it's that
1: thing of, yeah. of, of making
2: people feel welcome in in, in yeah, in, in always the like
1: yeah serious so took him some nice food and that i think he'll definitely do the same when i go over to berlin because he's in berlin now but anyway um did that i felt rough as fuck went out blah 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 drinking eating food with jake having a laugh showing him around and then we went to the studio session he had it booked like 6 till 12 at night and uh obviously window was there was having a laugh and then window was like oh can the danny dorito pop through and jake was like yeah yeah of course man yeah and i was like yo mad danny dorito i ain't heard about him in like years because he, he's like a legend on youtube bro like he's, he's he's got freestyles on there from when he was like 14 so like very well known in nottingham very very well known in nottingham and i was like yo mad like I, i'm in a i'm gonna be in a studio with danny Like, i finally get to like because he's the kind of person I'd want to work with because my beats are like old school grimy dubstep do you know what I mean? Yeah of course, yeah yeah. But we was doing that and chilling obviously we had a six hour studio session so there's bare time it was like being in Atlanta or something you know when there's bare rappers and producers in one room chilling
2: yeah, fully. And again, that's I feel that's kind of like the environment where you do, um, I suppose to an extent, end up getting these these collaborations that you never. Bro, saw yeah,
1: hundred like. percent. Because then I was chatting to Danny, and I was like, obviously I didn't want to be too like forward, but was jamming for ages, chatting about all sorts. And I was like, yo, I've, I've got some beats, you know, bro. Let, let me show you these one sec whilst they're not recording. And I just whacked on that um, that instrumental. I, remember it was, I think it was called Lemon Haze at the time and I showed it to him and he just started spazzing on it and I didn't even catch like the best bits I just started filming it rapid whilst he was spitting and it just I remember his uh, Nokia started blowing as well when he was like um, he was like, I'm a £10 lad. be blowing right now so I don't give a F who's charting and he just went
3: di-di-ding, 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 di-di-ding.
1: With that is still on my Instagram that's on YouTube and everything that was like the essence of it that's where it came from because he was freestyling over it that clip went mad everyone was coming on it going mad at it so about two months later i organized um, a studio session i've never done that before either that's um a whole other interesting process you know like thinking yo i've got to spend 90 quid on a three hour studio session like i hope like the artist don't cancel last minute or he can't make it because it's like non-refundable do you know what i mean yeah of
2: course
1: of course so we did that i remember danny turned up he was a bit late because um is have an argument with the taxi driver because he wouldn't wear a mask. But I think Danny actually had an injunction where he wasn't allowed to wear a mask in public because, like, a what is it called an injunction? You know, those things where people get, get get a big book where, like, you get a thing saying, oh, you can't wear a mask in public, you can't make music about violence or drugs or blah, blah, blah. But anyway, he turned up a little bit late Hottest day in like in the year is so warm, and it was like this studio room called Element Studio. Big up them, there, they're amazing. Man. Like four floors up, it was so warm. And um, yeah, it just went down. And again, Danny, like the way we recorded it, he just treated it like a grind freestyle. You, you could put on a 20 minute beat and he'd just not stop, he's rampant, he'd just go. That's what we just did. Each time, each take, we just pressed record and he'd just <laughs> spit over the whole tune and then the tune would loop and he'd just start again. And I just chopped up that, played with it and like the little intro bit, it's like a little skit, like a little bit where he's like I was in Eagle, chilling with the Eagle and just like, and then we got Window to jump in and do like, you know, a bit like a little bit of a comedy thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, the thing I noticed yeah, about the yeah. tune is that you do hear Window kind of floating around across the intro. I, was,
1: I wanted to ask like how that came together. Yeah, because um, again, he was, in, he, was in the, he was in the studio session jamming because he's boys with Danny as well. And it was a bit It was like some Eminem Dr. Dre shit Like just like <laughs> a Couple like MCs Artists Just making fire Like I loved it bro It was a buzz I've never had before Like the feeling of like Yo this is surreal Like this tune Could be massive But um, The reason why it took So long to release Obviously it got recorded Every About a year ago is because uh, Danny ended up Getting sent down um, I still chat to him And that like, He gives us a ring About once a month From prison and that but um, yeah, there was just a lot of a lot of like hurdles and obstacles, and and especially with the vinyl industry being in tatters as well, we just decided to do it as a digital release and just fuck all along. That was the reason why I held us so back in the first place because um just it it's so harrowing putting like two grand into a vinyl project and you know that you're not going to see no money back like a year later.
2: Yeah, no, fully, and it, yeah. it, is, it is it is such a. Um, a volatile kind of um, scenario at any time, and it always kind of has been, um, especially in the UK, like vinyl-wise. And I think the the investment that has to go into it, you, you, it's not as if you don't, the tune has to be a banger. It's almost as if you just have to know it will sell more than anything else. Yeah. Um, and and that that I suppose limits what you can do with it. And it and 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 for the best part of it, you can always still release digital. There is like a there is a sort of scenario where that where that happens, um, which is a shame. Um, but what I do want to kind of move forward to, obviously. Um, because we've only got you for a few more minutes. I want to make sure that we are able to get a little bit of a look at the future. So what is, I suppose, on the way for what you're going to be doing with uh, Pond Life over, I suppose, the next year or so?
1: On the way, um, we've got about three vinyl releases in the works, but I'd be impressed. Again, like that, that's what I mean. That's like a lot of money tied up in music. Um, we've got a lot more digital releases coming to fill in those gaps. Like Not, not being scared of releasing music without it being vinyl. I don't want it to rely on that I'm just being like a, like, just something to try and turn over money do you know what I mean It's I just want to get the music out of there most importantly and if the tune needs it a few years later compress it onto vinyl and it'll still have the same effect I just want to keep people happy I want to keep the fans happy and excited most importantly and not become stagnant just get music out there because it's what people want no one wants like you don't want to look like some guy who's heard in all this music and like just playing it and saying oh you can't have it so we're just going to be Putting stuff out, I've got to get over of Like, not being it's only because I'm such a perfectionist, I've just got to get it out, just do it, and say, Yeah, that's it, right? It's coming out in four weeks, send it off to distro, just keep it active like that. That's that's the future. But we've got CKY uh, RIP 2022 coming, that's that is on the way with full color artwork. Got another unknown artist release on the PXND. Release and then we've got another vinyl release as well. What I can't mention yet, but yeah. It's busy, it's very busy, bro. It's very busy.
2: I'm excited to see it all develop, man. I'm I, and yeah. in general, it's going to be really fun to watch, especially all like the new avenues you're diving into. Um, and I think a good way of kind of actually getting a bit of a taster of what's ahead is obviously jumping into this guest mix, which we're going to get into. Um, like sort of sound direction wise, where are you planning to take this one? The mix, yes
1: the mix yeah um just a really good sort of overall view of what Pun life is and what it can be like it's not it's not just 140 with a snare on the third it's literally as it always been it's like anything i like the sound of i know i know that sounds maybe a bit selfish but it's worked so far like I, <laughs> I, i'll never find, you know what i mean but i never signed something what I think, oh, well, his name's kind of big and that could sell, but if I don't like the tunes, it's got to feel right in my heart, do you know what I mean, and in my gut instinct. I think as soon as you lose that, that's when you're going to start losing the real fan base because they know when things have changed more than I do. 100% 100%,
2: man I've got to say um, It's been genuinely Very exciting To get you on this one Thanks for taking The time out of your day To come and chat to us Here at Juno It's been really fun To actually find out A bit more about the story Of obviously What Pond Life Party is And obviously your story As well as an artist It's been really fun To dive into I just want to say Thank you for taking The time out of your day And jumping on with us man It's been great fun
1: Yeah god bless you mate No worries man Thank you for having me I've enjoyed it
2: Each and every time Just so people are aware as well Where is the best place To follow What Pond Life Are doing online
1: that would be at Pond Life Party uh, on all platforms Facebook, Instagram, uh, the website's pondlifeparty.com.
2: There we go, then. Fantastic stuff. Well, nice one, dude. We're going to jump into a couple of tracks off the uh, off the label next, and then we are going to jump into this guest mix, which I am very, very excited for. So, yeah, there we go. Keep it locked and don't go anywhere, people. This is the Juno Download Podcast. We are live with Daceplay representing Pond Life Party. My name is Kovu, and I'm your host. Let's get into a couple of these bangers. Let's go. Bringing
3: you the freshest music and content with the Juno Download Podcast. <laughs> Front by the boxes, packing glocks. It's natural to eat your niggas like chocolates the funk, baby.
0: Go, ta-ta. right, I like to get to know ya, so I can show ya. all Put a heart and know like I told ya. Give me your number so we can phone ya. If you're an actor snake then call me over Knock on the bed, lay me in your sofa before you come, I need to shave my chop. You do what you don't know, you're better. I won't cha. Go down town and need it like a boat chop. See my hips, they give so chop. See my butts, and my hips don't chop. Lost a few pounds in my wits, go down This the kind of beat to go by ta 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 ta. Sex me so good, I say blah, blah, blah. I need a casual ass. Boy, your oh boy, it's good to know you. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down to it and reverse it. It's your agreement if it's and yet. No it's your agreement if it's wan yet. If you got a big, let me search it. If find out how hard I got to work here, yeah. it's your agreement if it's wan. I'm a ya creo que me
4: Flood on your earphone in the dunny on the mathers with brothers belling up brasses, and we don't knock about with snakes or with ladders don't wanna chat about clashes wow alright I went to Red Bull I haven't spit one bar Yo. and I got my P. that's right You know who the
5: man is? My name's Pubsy I was on stage with Brucey, window kid, and dark seat on the madders Rock City was jammed Thin up raced in straight with Tony I and Kate Frank and Kobe. both of the fackers Catch me on course with both of the mackers
4: Ramsdale Park, no time for the hackers Walk in the park Walk in the park at sixteen boys, walk in the park around sixteen bar when I walk in the park. Walk in the park. Walk in the park at sixteen boys, walk in the park around sixteen bar when I walk in the park.
5: It's walking in the park. I'm dad, so you might see me take a walk in a park In a day when I'm more than a spark If you hear me on the rhythm, it's made by He's the gold, man, don't even start You don't wanna see me turn G when it's dark when i made make peace from the park Zeds full of bark, it was the finest herb to come out of killer sick park I'm a guy that'll throw free sticks and walk with 180 at darts I was buying Zeds at 160 and breaking them down in parts Now I'll buy Zeds full of flavours and cure them straight in a jar
4: I was burning in a Spanol I'm done with damn no haze at a bar Walk in a park Walk in the park. A 16 bar is a walk in the park. I 16 bar when I walk in the park. Walk in the park. Walk in the park. A 16 bar is a walk in the park. I 16 bar when I walk in the park. Walk in the park.
5: Walk in the park. A 16 bar is a walk in the park. I 16 bar when I walk in the park.
4: Walk in the park. Walk in the park. A 16 bar is a walk in the park. I 16 bar when I
3: walk in the park.
4: Do you gal, are you daft? Bag man, rack of cash, snack of jacks, pack of facts, bottle of this, bag of that. View gal, are you daft? Bag man, rack of cash, snack of jacks, pack of facts, facts, fags. Can I get two pints of Guinness? Nice one. Ooh. Who's the other one for? Mind on. I might go outside and sit one, down one nap. Mind your business done. Where's your missus? I'll look, sit John. Ooh. You know, for a fight, you might skip this one. I've got a good feeling you'll flip this one. Why is that? Cause I'm a top man. Got nice comps, so but it's not top man 2-2, yeah, four, I shot man You're a bustin', no straight in a sock man Said you're on war, but you're not on man I'm a shower man, MC and you're not man TBH, I'm not prime brag I don't care what you're from, man A girl said I look like I said i to take that I need a Rocky, ASAP My bars always Merc, A-class I've been on this team from way back A girl said I look like George, but I didn't have a clue, i I'm assuming Clooney I wanna put two grand in a fruity Tonight it's gonna get boozy You at me? Get boozy. Check issues a fucking fit. Few gal, are you daft? Bag a man, rack a cash, snack a jacks, pack a facts, bottle of this, bag of that few gal, are you daft? Bag a man, rack a cash, snack a jacks, pack a facts, facts, my mum thinks that Greg's famous. I got vexed neighbors, but pen trainers. I don't spend papers in 10 bakers, and I don't have a clue who Greg James is. Wow. My whole team's full of head cases, so we've got more glasses than spec And if you think you can compare us to the Don Snare, then you can't hear us, lad. If you think you can compare me to the Don Snare Me, then you can't hear me. Trust me, Don, you were not scary. I will put a big hole in your mum, Clirty.
3: Download podcast hosted by Kovu.